You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, last week, I was, uh, I, I just got to ask you this. Uh, Coach Hopkins was just talking at the table like this with us, and he just said, Unfortunately, we only have him for one year. And whether that's the case, no team ever says that. They say, well, we'll get to that point at the end of the season, he'll decide what he's going to do. It, it's always been a given that you were just going to play one year college ball? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I mean, I know I've been like on all those mocks and stuff like that, but I've just been doing a great job of just paying attention to the season, um, paying attention to my teammates, and uh, just trying to focus on what we have ahead of us. So if you wanted to come back, you'd have to go ask him and say, Coach, I'm not leaving like you think I am. I mean, yeah. I'm just giving my spot away. Yeah, I mean, when everybody always asks Coach Hop, is he going to be back, he always says he's not going to let me. But uh, that's something, I mean, I haven't even thought about. So, you know, I'm just staying focused on the season and uh, my teammates, my coaches, and surely classes and assignments. How good was it for this group to kind of have this time this week to just reset things um, and have some time away from playing games for a little while? Uh, it's been great for us. Uh, we've been doing a lot of late situation things in practice, uh, reliving games that uh, we should have closed out. And uh, it's been great. Energy been great. Um, everybody's spirits are up uh, and nobody's down. So this week has been a great week for us. Isaiah, you're one of the bigger guys around, strongest guys around. And against Arizona State, you were getting doubled and triple teamed a lot. Yes. It was the first time I've ever seen maybe a little bit of an anger in mm-hmm. your eyes. Yeah. How hard is it to control that? And is there ever a time yeah. that you've gotten really angry? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty angry uh, pretty much every game. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, that game, Coach Dollars. Coach Dollar was talking to me. Uh, we went in at halftime. I think I probably had like two or four points in the in the first half, and he was telling me that uh, even though they're playing me uh, a different way or being more physical or doubling uh, doubling me or tripling me, no me, I become passive or you know move away from the ball. Uh, he said I just have to work harder. Um, don't ask the rest for any calls. Um, just, just play, you know, force them to call, call. So, you know, that's when I came out and I just said, you know, just met it head to head and just went at it. So, yeah. It was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, um, I mean, wow. I, I never thought I'd be facing like a double and triple, like pretty much every night. So it's it's been a pretty experience here. Do you practice that? Do they put three guys on you at a time? Um, no, but I, I wouldn't say three guys, but definitely double. Um, in practice, whenever I get the ball, um, they'll always scream for another guy to run at me and stuff. So, I mean, they've been doing things that I would be seeing in the game, playing out of the post. And it's, you know, it's probably an uh, impossible test, but is there anything that you can do to help your young point guards maybe – Get into the offense more, can can you know control things more because obviously mm-hmm. it's kind of new for them at yeah. this level. Um, 
Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm not a point guard. Uh, Quade's been doing a good job of it. But, uh, you know, I just tell Marcus, Elijah to, you know, just be them best, uh, be their best selves, like the best version of themselves. And uh, just try to, uh, you know, just play hard. You know, don't overdo things or be something that you're not. Uh, you know, just be comfortable with being yourselves. Uh running the offense and it's not about making like a home run a home run play every time like just hit singles and uh you know just get us entire stuff and just be confident have you seen progress from from those young guys stepping mm-hmm. into that point guard role yes uh definitely um with marcus you know uh thinking he was going red shirt to you know starting at the point guard position uh, i feel like he's been doing a great job um with uh producing and you know, I feel like his assists are definitely going to come. I feel like he's just getting the feel of playing with me, playing with the other guys around him, and knowing which spots and where to throw the ball. So I feel like that's going to become better for him. Do you, do you have to have conversations with him? Or, like, is that something that's just innate? Does it come through practices? Like, uh, look, yeah. slide over, mm-hmm. put my hand up, the, or yeah. before I put my hand oh, up. Oh, yeah. Or, yep. Um, I mean, it happens um, in practice, uh, off the court. We're, you know, we live together and uh, even on the court, you know, when we in the huddles or, you know, I just put my arm over him and, you know, try to tell him, like, where to pass it, uh, how I'm going to be selling my guy and what to look for and how to look for it the quickest and stuff like that. You're on the floor quite a bit with Amir, but mm-hmm. we're seeing a little bit of uh, you being on the floor at the same time as Sam yes. and Nate. How's that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good. I mean, that gives me um, an opportunity to, uh, you know, face up and, you know, sweep through or drive and draw fouls that way then, rather than just being in the post, getting banged up um, the whole time. And Coach Hop and the staff been um, focusing on doing things like that uh, because, I mean, they know it's in my game, but um, they've just been trying to find ways to uh, allow me to play like that. When so, you take a rare, I'm sorry. Yeah. When you take a rare three-point shot, mm-hmm. is that part of your strategy just to draw them out a little bit? And yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's part of my strategy, but, I mean, I'm confident in shooting that shot. I mean, I work on it. I've been working on it. Uh, the staff and my teammates know I can shoot that shot. Uh, you know, I stay after practice, before practice, come in in the morning and just work on shots like that. So, uh, I mean, I'm confident in taking it. And, you know, if someone's not going to step up and – Contest it, then I'm gonna shoot it. Couple more guys. How familiar are you with the whole rival, rivalry matchup with Washington State? Mm-hmm. Have your teammates talked to you about it? Uh, I'm not that familiar with it, but my teammates did say it's a crazy game, uh, a very important game for us. Uh, definitely got to win it. So, uh, you know, I'm not that familiar with it, but I know I'm gonna give my all and you know, just try to ensure that we get a win. How's this year been for you just off the court, adjusting the weather, adjusting the new city, being away from home, you know, uh, adjusting to Seattle? Yeah. Um, Is it what you expected? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, pretty much. You know, when I came out here and visited, I thought it was a very cool place. I still think it's a very cool place. Every morning I wake up. Um, I mean, it's been raining a lot lately, snowing, snowing too. So I didn't think people said we weren't going to get that much snow, but, I mean, we've been getting some. But other than that, I mean, off the court, like, just hang out with my teammates. I mean, I go to Bible study and do things like that. We were debating who's had the prettiest shot. Who, who's the prettiest shooter you've seen or matched up against? That we've played against or who I've coached? 
I loved Jerry McNamara. Boy, it was pure. It was confident. It was textbook. It was pretty darn good, man. That's right. Pretty effective. <laughs> Go ahead, guys. Fire away, guys. Extra time this week. What are you working on the most? It started with the mind, right? And uh, just reestablishing belief. I thought that was big. Not that they didn't stop believing, but I think it's one of those things as a coach, you're always, you know, the system works when done right, but the mindset helps you execute the system better. And so I thought we reestablished that. That was really good. And then, uh, you know, uh, we've been obviously turning the ball over and, and lack of defensive rebound. So those are areas, you know, it's simple, you know, that we've got to be able to keep getting better at. And, and then, you know, defensively, uh, we've made a few adjustments, uh, you know, how we can defend later in shot clocks and certain personnel, just a little tweak here and there. Um, now that we're, we're not uh, young anymore in terms of experience, we've, we've added a couple of things, which is good. Uh, but the most important thing, it doesn't matter what offense, defense, if your mind's not right and your energy's not right, uh, those things don't matter. And so um, we've had two really good days of practice. We had two days off. It was almost perfect timing to be able to do what? Get away a little bit from each other for a couple days, come back and reestablish those things. And, um, you know, I'm proud of the guys. By necessity, you did a little full courts press in the last couple games. Yeah. Uh, can we see more of that maybe just to change the tempo? or Because you've got the athletes to do it, right? You know what? Uh, it's a great question. I know uh, because it had success at the end. You know, everybody's like, well, why aren't you pressing more? I, you know, if you go back in, in terms of the games that we've played, um, you know, we've had double-digit leads late against really, really good teams. Uh, and so what we've, what we've tried to do and get better in teaching these guys is we've recreated situations that we've been in. You know, at Stanford, uh, you know, 48-55, six minutes to go. And, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to teach them through that and how to finish those games and win and decisions that have to be made uh, where we want to go. Um, so that's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, teaching these guys. That's where I think practice has been really, really good. Um, but, um, you know, the tempo thing is real. Uh, sometimes you have to do that. Uh, um, our half-court traps have been pretty good and uh, just to try to speed up and try to get some extra possessions. But hopefully we're not in a situation uh, where we have to do that. With everybody pressing you, they obviously see that as a weakness in your yeah. team. What, yeah. what, have you, what have you done to kind of uh, respond to that? I think the hardest thing when, when you deal with pressing, when teams press, zone press, Utah did it a couple of times, then we scored against it. Uh, the only other team was, was Oregon. First half, we actually executed it really good. Later, it just wore on us. Uh, ASU obviously did it, um, but we didn't have great energy in that game. And I think what happens is it doesn't allow your point guard to bring it up nece necessarily. It, it, it forces you to have your, a different guy for a man. And so, you know, we've worked on... Um, you know, alternative offense of, of when we get in those situations of where we can flow into something rather than break it where the point guard is running all the way back up trying to get it, and now it's late shot clock. And so um, that's what we've worked on, uh, multiple guys being able to bring the ball up and initiate the offense. Uh, After analyzing the film, um, do you guys see any benefit in playing more man-to-man -man defense like you did earlier in the season? No. You um, told us that um, Jaden was frustrated with his ankle, and um, he didn't play the last twelve minutes yeah. of the last game, yeah, which yeah. I'm sure frustrated him yeah. as well. What are yeah. the conversations like? I, I think that the frustration is is 
I, it, it's there's two different frustrations. Um, is obviously you know you start off the year and it's great and there's certain plays that you run for certain guys that work, uh, and then what starts happening? What do good coaches and good good uh, teams do? They start the scouting report changes, and so if we're posting them up early like we did against Baylor, now they're defended a certain way, make it tougher to get the ball in those situations. Um, and so there's been a combination of, of, of those types of things. I think the ankle thing, uh, not an excuse, but I think it lost a little bit of confidence, right? You don't have the mobility, you're not playing well. It's just it kind of magnifies a little bit. And so um, I think getting back to you know what's going to work for him now and don't let that affect him. Don't let that affect me from like the USC game having six blocks in the first half or at Stanford having 16 rebounds. Don't let that affect the side of the ball where you can impact the game as good as anybody. And so it's more so, that's what I, I, I've seen, is like, you know what, you can do this. Don't let this dictate this. You know, I know you're frustrated, but your team needs you to do this too. And so those are the kind of conversations that we have. And he's had two great days. And, uh, uh, you know, moving forward for us to win, we got to play as one. You know, you got to. It's the easiest thing to say as a coach. It's the hardest thing to execute. And uh, and so um, offensively, we've, you know, we're moving the ball a little bit better. It needs to keep flowing. But you can't already think, okay, now I'm going to shoot. The, the defense dictates when what. And that's the problem, I think, with pressing like Oregon or pressing like ASU is you can't, if you're bringing the ball up and now it's 18-17, you can't really call a play to get somebody the ball because that's going to stop the flow. It needs to be able to flow with awareness of where the ball needs to go, if that makes sense. When people ask you about his five technical fouls, and, yeah. and you know, all season you've defended him, he's a great kid. Yeah. How do you marry this great kid with five technicals, which most people just don't see that? Well, it's like it's like say you had a son, right? And uh, your son has you know, gotten to school, and, and I remember my... my 12-year-old now or 15-year-old now, he'd probably be mad if I told him the story, but I remember the principal calling me up and he said he's, he's been a disruptor in the class, right? And so I go there and I walk over there and he's he's in preschool right now. He's got the crayon and he's just crayon on the thing. And I walk in there like, buddy, what's going on? And, you know, you teach him. You know, you know, he's my, my son, he's the greatest kid in the world, you know, but he has, you know, he kind of, he had, uh, he would just do something that to get a laugh or to do something to disrupt a little bit, but he's a great kid at heart. And so it's more so the teaching part of it. It's like, son, you can't do this anymore. You're going to, you know, we're going to walk home. You know, you're, you're, you're going to go to bed early. Uh, in today's day and world, like I'm taking your cell phone. <laughs> I'm not allowing you to go on Friday, Saturday night. And that's part of parenting, right? Uh, everybody has the good and people all make mistakes. Now it goes back to learning those mistakes and trying not to let that happen again. And understanding when you do that, that impacts everybody. So it goes back to my son. Hey, Listen, you do that, that disrupts the classroom. And that doesn't allow the teacher to do what? Teach, right? And that's going to spark somebody else doing what? Laughing or doing something else. And so the collateral damage on that. And so we've had talks with J-Mac, and he's such a good kid, and uh, he understands the impact of those. Uh, now it goes back to having a little bit more self-control because he's so competitive. Is it to a point, though, where, it's, I mean, you know, after three, okay, maybe... But four or five is it to a point where you know yeah, yeah. any more than you just can't play. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go that far, but I think at the end of the day, it's it's you're you're you know we're teachers, and so you're going to take something away. Um, now, if it was malicious and it was intentional, you know, like it's intentional, and I'm doing that to do what? Now we have a problem, um, and so. 
Um, he's a great, you know, if you've, if you've known him, he's gotten a bad rep with everybody, and they've kind of already put him in a box like he does this, and he's a, the kid is an, an incredible player that has an, an incredible amount of pressure on him, right? Relieve the pressure, son. Have fun playing this game, right? You can block, you can steal. Don't let this part affect this part because this part is just as important as winning, and you can impact in a positive way. You've had Marcus playing for a while now, starting the last game. Yeah. What does a next step look like for him down the stretch of this season? I think I think Marcus is an incredible offensive player. He's been great at not turning the ball over. He has a pace that makes a coach feel comfortable. Um, at the end of the clock, he has the ability to make a shot, you know, to make a play. Uh, if he gets an open shot, it's very consistent and percentage-wise, it's the best. I think now it's, you know, when he got thrown into the fire, it's like okay. I've been where I know the playbook, but I need to know better. Number one, number two is okay. Now they're pressuring me. The conditioning part of it is another deal that he's dealing with. And then lastly, it's like now it's like okay, who hasn't gotten the ball? Uh, you're the quarterback, uh, you know. And and so it goes back to when a game is live and you're playing, and they might be playing this. You, the point guard needs to know where the ball needs to go. If this guy's only got three shots, and, and he's you start seeing him frustrated, we got to try to get him one. You know, that's the management of the game. The talent of the game from not turning it over and being able to score has been high level, especially for a freshman. Um, but that's part of his growth. And uh, he's an incredible kid who keeps getting better and better. When you look at the film, yeah, I mean, I think everybody knows that Rayquan can shoot the ball. Sure, sure. How's he doing on defense, passing, making decisions? I, I think, you know, the, the good thing about Rayquan is, you know, um, you know, I hate to say it. This is kind of a joke. This is a John Chaney thing. A bad shot's better than a good turnover, right? Like you have a chance to score, you have a chance to get an offensive rebound. And now it goes back to I think with Ray. He's such a, a potent shooter. Like he is. He has no fear, and he has no. If he misses nine, he believes he's making the next nine. Now it goes back to okay, time and score. Okay, you've made three. You've missed two. We're down six. Now we're coming down. You're not taking a 35-foot contested three. You know, we might have to go inside. We might have to do this. That's part of the learning curve. But I love that about him, that he has this ultimate what. You know, now it goes back to that. Defensively, freshmen are going to make mistakes. And so is he perfect? No. The one thing I will tell you is he works on it every day with Coach Conroy. And number two, I think he's, if I had to say, the top five toughest guys on our team, he's in the top three or four. He is a guy, you know, he's been playing with a busted finger on his left hand, diving on loose balls, getting tough rebounds, and he makes his shot, foul shots down the stretch. But the learning curve is shot selection, uh, uh, time and score, and that's what you get with experience and growth. Now that you've been part of the Wazoo series for yeah. a couple of years, yeah. is there anything extra you say to these guys? They already know what it's all about. You know what? It's uh, I've I've known Coach Smith for a long time. Great coach. He's done an incredible job this year. Uh, St. Mary's background, obviously, with Randy Bennett, and uh, um, they, he's got them believing and playing hard. And uh, you know they've got a couple of Seattle guys, Noah Williams and C.J. Ellaby. And these rivalry games are just incredible because uh, everybody gets excited to play in a high-level arena with, against competition that that is going to play at 110 percent you know, going at each other. And so um, I think our biggest focus right now is just making sure that we're playing our best game and we're focused on playing as one, you know, um, and then competing at a level uh, like no other. 
and um, these guys have done an incredible job of doing that in practice the last couple of days. I think it's probably been the last two, the best two practices we've probably had in the last month and a half. Um, and so that's always a positive thing for a coach uh, when you see the, the confidence still there and you see the belief still there and you see the work ethic still there and you sit there and see them wanting to get better and wanting them to grow. And what, most importantly is understanding that there's a lot to play for. It's real. And that's what I'm so excited about. LB gets Last one, guys. the ink over there. Was Bonton kind of the key to the squad? He's, he, he's, he's a big-time player. Uh, he's been a, a great addition to them. He can score. He's disruptive. He's a great defensive player. CJ's a guy that uh, even when we saw him in high school, he can just flat-out score. He has no fear. And uh, and I love how hard he plays. He's a hard-playing dude. Uh, and uh, and so it will be a great challenge for us. Uh, the last couple of years, they've, we've had great Battles, close games, uh, that's what rivalry games are. Kids want to play in these games, and uh, I'm just excited.